Coastal Carolina's Tim Beck with huge shoes to fill. The head coach of the Chanticleers on Locked On Sunbelt. You are Locked On Sunbelt, your daily podcast on the Sunbelt Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, welcome back to another edition of Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day. I'm your host, Dave Schultz. We have the head coach of the Coastal Carolina Chanticleers, first-time head coach at 57 years of age. Of course, we asked him, did he ever think he was going to get it, uh, get that opportunity, and he talks uh, gracefully. Fuck. Shit. Just ask him that. Just don't go into it too much, idiot. Oh, there you go. Three, two, one. Three, two, one. Three, two, one. Coastal Carolina's Tim Beck has some huge shoes to fill. The head coach of the Chanticleers is on Locked on Sunbelt. You are Locked on Sunbelt, your daily podcast on the Sunbelt Conference, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to another edition of Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. That's why LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. Terms and conditions apply. Dave Schultz back with another edition of Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day. We do have the head coach of the Coastal Carolina Chanticleers, Tim Beck. We asked him about getting a, a, his first head coaching job at 57 years of age, his biggest recruit in year one, how he deals with n- not a lot of grace period now in college football and it's not a rebuild. So how do you deal with the transfer portal and uh, recruiting high school kids? And he's got a couple of really good coaches on staff already on campus. Gary Gilmore's won a national championship with the baseball team. And I believe Cliff Ellis, the basketball coach, is your active leader in the nation in wins. So lots to do with the head coach of the Coastal Carolina Chanticleers, Tim Beck. Welcome back to another edition of Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day. Really thrilled and honored to have our next guest on. He's actually been on a couple of times. times. Uh, He is uh, the head coach coach of of the uh, the, Coastal uh, Carolina Chanticleers. He is Tim Beck. Coach, thanks very much for hopping on, and how are you? I'm doing great, Dave. I think... uh, we're going to have to watch how much we do this. I think people are going to think you're starting to like me. <laughs> I do like you. Uh, I do want to ask you something because it, it's a couple of different situations. Uh, first, you usually don't get this good a job as your first head coaching uh, position. So you step in to fill big shoes. But you're also, you know, around my my maturity level, and I'm talking about age, you're probably much more mature than I am. Uh, but you are 57 getting your first head coaching job. Was there ever a time yeah. when you thought, well, maybe that's never going to happen? I, I, I'll start off by saying uh, – yeah, obviously, age is a number because I agree with you. I think if you ask my wife, she'll tell you I'm 12. But, right, uh, right. <laughs> I, you know, at some point, you know, you work a lot, a lot of hours and you put a lot of time and energy and effort and sacrifices into something like this. And you hear people say this all the time, but I think it's real. At some point when you're like, you know what, I don't know if it's going to happen. Let's just be happy where our feet are and go. And then it happens. Like, it's kind of how it was. We, we. 
we're enjoying our time at NC State with Coach Dorn and had a good place and family. I mean, very blessed and incredibly blessed. And so we just thought and then we we'd end our careers there and be happy. And then all of a sudden, you know, um, this this happened and uh, it's it's very surreal. Had you been up for other opportunities? Had you interviewed before? Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, and I tell people, you know, it's, uh, you know, there were opportunities, three different, uh, like three different kinds, right? Ones you, you really didn't want. They, they sure. weren't good places and good opportunities at the time. Two, there were ones that, eh, let me, let me find out more about it. Maybe I didn't quite know enough about it. Maybe I will take it. Maybe I won't. And then there were three of the ones that you wanted and didn't get. So, you know, there were there were many opportunities within all three of those that kind of took place. Back in the day when I was uh, early on in my baseball career, I was a minor league a baseball broadcaster. Uh, this gentleman was early on in his career. But by the time he was in year three, year four, he actually had a manual on how to start and what he would do if he took over a brand new franchise. Did you have something like that? Did you have a presentation on what you would do on how to I mean, this program's already built, but what you would do uh, when you take over a new job? Oh, yeah. Like you prep for those types of things and you're always in position when you have to visit with, um, you know, committees, you have to visit with athletic directors, people along that line. You, you got to show me a plan. You got a vision. And that's the I mean, you have to do that now, all of them. And I presume this process, it seems very interesting, you know, getting a head coaching job. It happens fast. Right. I mean. I'm I'm sure Jamie Chadwell, you know, kept Coastal Carolina in the loop. So when that happened, it was not a surprise. Uh, at least that's my guess. And so by the time by the time that's announced, that ball is already rolling. This is not a. I'm sure you had to speak with multiple people, like you mentioned. But this this thing doesn't take a month. You know, sometimes these things can happen in two or three days. Yeah, very very much so. I've I've actually, um, unfortunately, not unfortunately, but. It's realistic. There, there's been some jobs that, you know, the athletic director or the, you know, board members, whoever it may be, know their coaches leaving. They may know game four or five. I mean, right. I remember one job I interviewed. They, I was prepping for a game. I was at University of Nebraska. I was prepping for a game, and I think it was week seven or eight. We're getting ready to go to Texas A&M and play Texas A&M, and. I got a call and said, Hey, next week we're going to fire our coach. Would you be interested? Like, I mean, so, I mean, things like that have happened um, for years in this profession. Wow. That, that I did not realize they actually reach out to coaches before they fire them. You could have had a scoop there, coach. You could have had a scoop. Yeah. Uh, Sometimes. Yeah, they do. Yeah. We're talking with Tim Beck, uh, the head, head coach of the Coastal Carolina, Shanta Clears. All right. So why, why Coastal? Why does this, why did this opportunity uh, fit Tim Beck? Well, first of all, um, when I came here, my daughter, you know, she played volleyball here. So in 2017, right. 2017, uh, my daughter, when I was at Ohio State, they, my daughter took her visit here. She liked it here, decided to come to school. She played on the indoor team. She played on the beach team to kind of get the beach team started. I think it was in their first or second year when they were doing that. And she loved it. And I, I, one thing was I – she always was very positive about it. I got to know the place, Myrtle Beach. I got to know Conway. I got to know people involved because I would, we try to come see her when I could. But my wife would come here all the time. And 
she always talked extremely positive about everything, her time. And I saw her grow into this young, young woman and very successful and hardworking. And obviously as a father, uh, you would say, if it's good enough for my daughter, it's good enough for me. Right. And that was kind of it. And I went to central Florida. And so when I graduated high school and went to college and went to UCF, there was like 17,000 students. Right. It was like 10 of them living on campus. It was 7,000 commuters. Now there's 70. Right. You know, it's like the second, first or second largest school in the country. And it was a school in really warm weather close to the beach. And it brought a lot of tourists in. And look what happened. And so the vision, you look here and you see what the place has done just from going from FCS to, to you know, a, a group of five. What about five years from now, what it's going to be? Or 10 years from now? And so the sky's the limit here. And you just see great people, great support, right? We just had approval to break ground. We're breaking ground in September on our indoor facility. Like things are moving in the right direction. It's a great time to be here. And the players, they love football. I, mean, it, I keep saying that. I mean, they just, they love playing football here. They're very appreciative of it and everything they get. Um, you know, they're very humble guys that work really hard and, and they love playing. We're talking to Tim Beck, uh, head coach of the Coastal Carolina Chanticleers, a lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day. The way the college landscape is going there, coach, you may not have to wait five or 10 years. You may be waiting five or 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no doubt, right? There's, yeah. In fact, it was funny when I was at the Sunbelt Conference uh, media days, I was talking to two different people. I told them, I said, you know, the landscape of college football is changing. I said, while well, we're talking right now, there's probably some school getting ready to leave their conference. The next day, Colorado left. I was like, holy smokes. That's, so, exa that's and you, exactly and you what You read about it every day. You see you see what's happening in the Big Ten and the rumors that are floating around right now. I mean, who knows? All right, let's take a time out. When we come back, we'll continue our conversation with the head coach of the Coastal Carolina, Chanticleers, Tim Beck, about his biggest recruit that he landed during the offseason. Let me tell you a little bit about LinkedIn Jobs. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. Add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. All right, Dave Schultz, Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day. Let's get back to it. He's the head coach of the Coastal Carolina Chanticleers, Tim Beck. He talks about the biggest recruit that he landed in the offseason. Uh, all right, so let's talk about this year's team. You come into a little bit different of a situation. Usually, uh, coaches like you get in there, and it's a little bit of a rebuild. Uh, but you end up getting the uh, the Sun Belt Player of the Year, the three time Sun Belt Player of the Year, Grayson McCall. You said at, at Sun Belt Media Days that was your first big recruit. Uh, talk to us about the process of him going into the transfer portal before you got there, and when you got there, now he comes out. Yeah, so I remember <clears throat> getting here. Uh, he initially he wasn't, you know, I mean, he, they, they were uh, coastal was getting ready to play the ball game. And I kind of came in um, and watched and he, he was unsure what he was going to do. Eventually he got in the portal. 
And I think uh, what Grayson was doing was just following the rules, right? There were schools reaching out to him, um, reaching out to his parents, reaching out to the people that he has connections with, high school coach, whatever it may be, and telling them, hey, we can do this, we can do this, we can do this. But Grayson wouldn't talk to him. He knew he needed to get in the portal to be able to talk to him. And so I think at the end of the day, he, he got in the portal to kind of get a feel of, hey, what are potentially some options? Um, and, and as we kept communicating and talking and just about the offense, where we're going to go, how we're going to use them, how I can, how I can help them, the things that Coach Tricky can do and how he can help them. And he loves this place. I don't think there was ever like, hey, I want to get out of here. I think he had to go in there to kind of get a feel of, hey, what is out there potentially. All right, so let's talk about the the offense that you were discussing because, again, you have this guy who's what, got 78 touchdowns. He's got like seven interceptions over three years. I think there's another double digits, 11 or so on the ground. How much of the offense do you want to tweak when what's what's been happening there has been incredibly successful? I mean, you can't go through Madden and, and play on the easy level and get 78 touchdowns and seven <laughs> interceptions. In, in, I, can't, in I can't do that on air. I can't right. do that. Uh, that's right. Um, well, I, I think I think uh, obviously we're we're going to do what he can do and we can do best. And I know this; it all starts with him. As long as he gets the ball from center, he's going to make stuff happen. And so that's kind of the mindset we have. That's where it starts. He's got a great surrounding cast coming back because that helps. We got to remember. And, and even some of the great quarterbacks I've had, I always had to remind them, you can't do this by yourself. Like you need, you can't throw it and catch it. You know, you, you can't run it every single play. Like, so he's, he's got great supporting casts around him that helps. And he's just such a fierce competitor and winner and has learned and continues to grow to understand the game and has great spatial awareness. And just, he's, uh, he is definitely a very special one. He is Tim Beck. He's the head coach of the Coastal Carolina Chanticleers. How much is it a relief? I'm not sure relief is, well, maybe it is the, the right word, that you don't have to worry about the quarterback. You don't have to answer to people like me and, and the other media <laughs> members uh, who's the starting quarterback. That is just something that you don't have to deal with. How much easier is it for you? And from the coaches I talked about, it makes it easier for the team as well. Unbelievable. I mean, it's uh... – it's hard to put in the words to, to right. not have to worry about who your quarterback's going to be, right? You don't have to – and people say, well, like, who's going to lead your team? You don't have to worry about that, right? You know, who's going to – who are they going to rally around? All of those things that normally you have to search out and develop here. And it's, it's why I told people – you kind of asked me this question a little bit earlier. Like, it's a little bit different. You normally come in as a coach and you take over programs that are losing – we're fortunate enough to come into a program that that's had a lot of wins. So you don't, you don't change things as much. You just tweak them, right? You see maybe some little differences. How can you enhance it here and there? Well, it's the same when you got a quarterback like him, you don't have to change a lot of things. You got to tweak it to be yours, right? To help him, to help our team win games. And, uh, and so having that guy helps because you don't have to find him first and then create all that. Right. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's what we hear from coaches all the time. And, well, I'm not the one deciding it. They decide it. And when they decide it, we'll have the guy. 
that decision is got to be a relief for you and, and the rest of the head coaches when they have that situation. We're talking to Tim Beck, head coach of Coastal Carolina, Shanta Clears, locked on some about your team every day. All right, so what are some position battles that you do have uh, in camp? Because every, every year that's going to be the case somewhere. Yeah, I think right now, you know, offensively, um, there's a lot of veteran players. I think we had eight returning starters back offensively. Um, we're trying to create some depth there. I've been uh, um, obviously we only had two days of practice, so it's really hard. And they've been in helmets, so we, we, I mean, it, it's it's football, but it's not what I think football is right. yet. Until <laughs> right, we right. get, until we start hitting and tackling, but, um, but I'm pleased there. I mean, I I love. I think running back, wide receiver, quarterback. I mean, I think Jared Guest really come along as a backup. We got Evan Vasco in from Kansas, um, so that room really solidified itself. Obviously, tight ends. I think we're still battling some offensively. Um, I think we got four or five really good players in there that all have an opportunity to get playing time. Um, and then O line, we're we're veteran at the at the first group, and we're we're talented but young in the second group. So we just got to keep bringing them along. Defensively, is a lot more open. Hmm. Probably probably nine D linemen battling for starting positions. Um, our secondary, our corners, nickel safeties. There's a lot of guys in the fray right now, and they're all talented players. Uh, a lot of transfers came in, which are either creating depth or creating competition, or they're going to start, right? And I think the one position, very solid linebacker with JT and Shane. Uh, but, you know, Trey Brown and White Gideon and Mason, I mean, those Trey Pinkney, they've all played well. Like, there's six guys are really solid in there that I feel comfortable enough can get into a game and play for us. So, when so you're I like nine. Our, I love our depth. I just don't know right. who they're going to be yet. Well, I, that's what I was going to say. When you're talking about nine guys that could play on the defensive line, yeah. you know, it, it may not matter who starts. It may matter who finishes because you're, you're going to, you know, it's not like the offensive line where you necessarily are rotating guys in. Defensive line, you guys could be rotating guys in on, you know, every other play if necessary. Depending on yeah, the we got, I think we got five transfers in D-line. Mm-hmm. So, all right, one more break. We'll wrap things up with the head coach of the Coastal Carolina, Chanticleer's Tim Beck, after this. He talks about how he treats a transfer portal and recruiting freshmen and the unique opportunity of already the head coaches that he has, not on his staff, but are leading other teams on campus of the Chanticleer's. We'll do that after this. Thank you so much for continuing to help out the station uh, grow. It is, we're well on our way to 500 subscriptions before opening day. That's a big number in the world of YouTube. So I really appreciate it. The audio uh, downloads are high as well. So keep them coming. Remember, please subscribe on YouTube. And if you don't have time for that or you want to listen to it in the car and hook up your phone to the car, remember you can always search wherever you get your podcast, Lockdown Sunbelt, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, iHeart, wherever you get your podcasts from, just search Lockdown Sunbelt and we will be there. And now that it's football season, it's your team every day, at least five days a week uh, moving forward. So we're looking forward uh, to that. We're off to a good start. Almost half of the Sunbelt coaches uh, have either been on or are scheduled to appear on Lockdown Sunbelt. And we certainly appreciate head coach Tim Beck's time uh, on this episode of Locked on a Sunbelt. All right, so let's wrap it up with the head coach of the Coastal Carolina, Shanta Clears. He talks about, you know, lack of grace period these days at all in uh, college football, but he's not taking over a rebuild. He's got a really good team 
that's been a contender for the last few years. How does he deal with that? How does he continue to build that? And he's got Cliff Ellis and Gary Gomore on campus. How much has he leaned on them uh, in his you know, short tenure already? Uh, it is the head coach of the Coastal Carolina Chanticleers, Tim Beck. All right, so we're talking with Tim Beck, uh, head coach of the Coastal Carolina Chanticleers, locked on a Sun Belt. All right, so you are filling big shoes. Let's go back to where basically we started. This is not a rebuild, right? This is, you know, we're, there's, I mean, there's the grace period is no longer in college football as it is. So how do you, how do you personally treat the transfer portal and recruiting high school, high school kids? How do you go about that in your first year at, uh, at Coastal? Yeah, so, um, our program is going to be based off high school players. We want to bring high school players in. We want to be able to develop high school players, create the the standards that we uphold and watch them grow and develop. But we know in today's world that's that's hard to do. There's going to be very few teams that probably consistently do that because of the transfer portal and what it presents and, and allows you to do. So we're going to, we're going to be involved in that game. How much? I don't know. It just depends on what we have, what we need. I do believe uh, the players that are in those portals usually are looking for opportunities to play. So the guys that are looking for those players are usually looking for somebody because they need somebody to come into play. So usually it's a pretty good match to get from the get go. If you're just going to get a bunch of guys to come in and they're not sure they're going to play, you're probably not getting them. So I think it's pretty smart. You, you, build a solid foundation in your high school recruiting and you you cherry pick the guys you need to come in and fill the holes that you might have so along those lines again as we mentioned you know you're, there's no rebuild there uh they've been very good for the last you know three or four years it's not a situation where all right can okay, we'll make it at you know south alabama five wins although they lost a bunch at the end it was pretty good in year one he went to 10 in year two they could have a special year this year you guys i think a little on my part, point of view, a little disrespected with the three-time Sunbelt Player of the Year being picked third in the East. A little bit surprised uh, at that. Um, so how much pressure are you feeling to, to, to fill that? There's no there's no honeymoon period for you at, at Coastal Carolina. Right. That, that's a good and bad thing, I guess. Oh, not very much. I mean, I'll be honest with you. Is, is it out there? It probably is. But um, I, I think I'm a little bit I don't know, tethered, if that's the word, <laughs> in terms of just, you know, being at programs at Texas, Ohio State, some places like that, Nebraska, that there's a lot of high expectations to win. And being in that position that you're at as a coordinator, you kind of get used to those expectations. In fact, if you don't have them, it's probably not a good job, right? And so um, it's kind of a – I take it serious and I'm, and I'm honored, but I'll be honest, I – my focus, I tell our players all the time, right? Whatever you think about is what you're going to, and you focus on is what you worry about and become. And so I, I focus on them. I worry about our players, how I can help our players, how we're getting better to the outside people that, that think they know what's going on in these walls and, the, and they want to try to evaluate and judge and make predictions. I know that's all part of their job, but it doesn't really mean much. At the end of the day, we'll see. They have nine months to decide who's going to be number one in the East. We'll have three months to figure it out. Right. So, That's right. 
All right, a couple more questions for Tim Beck. You have a unique uh, situation there. You mentioned you kind of like Coastal Carolina because of your daughter, but you have a couple of uh, incredible coaches. I think Cliff Ellis is actually the active leader in, in college basketball wins uh, with the basketball team. And uh, Coach Gilmore won a, a national championship for Coastal Carolina a few years ago. Have you leaned on them at all to understand the culture at uh, Coastal Carolina? Oh, yeah. Two great, great, not only coaches, but people. I mean, just – and, again, they love Coastal. They've been here uh, – I, I, <laughs> I was teasing Cliff. I think he – I think Moses played for him. I mean, <laughs> um, But, you know, it's just – those guys have been here so long. They they just welcoming, number one, to me and my family um, and just certainly helping me in the transition from everything. Hey, where to live, where to eat. Uh how how things work, who this person is, that person is, and been very open to any questions or concerns or anything I need. Like, don't hesitate to call, and I really appreciate him for that. All right, let's wrap it up here with Tim Beck, head coach of Coastal Carolina, Shanta Clears. I don't know how you feel about this, but did South Alabama ruin, you know, Coastal's chance? I think you guys open up with UCLA. South Alabama went out to the West Coast, probably should have beaten the UCLA Bruins. Coastal Carolina you get the Bruins to begin the season. Uh, no hide now. That's, you're not going to catch UCLA by surprise a second time from the Sun Belt, right? <laughs> no, I, I don't think so. I mean, and I mean, Chip's a great coach, and it's a, UCLA obviously is a great program, but and it's a great challenge. We're going to be up for it um, on September 2nd. He's Tim Beck. He's the Coastal Carolina Chanticleers head coach in year number one. Best of luck this year, coach. Hopefully we'll, we'll catch up again. You keep on saying yes to this, so we'll, we'll catch up during the season. Thank you so much. All right. Appreciate you, Dave. Thanks, bud.